This is the Joey Salazar Leadership Podcast. Well, hello and welcome back to the Joey Salazar Leadership Podcast. This is your friend, Joey Salazar. It is an absolute privilege to be able to connect with you through this podcast episode. And as usual, I have my very good friend, Gio, in the house here in the studio. Gio, how are you today? Doing fantastic. Hello, everyone. Thank you for listening and thank you all for your support. Absolutely. Uh, Every post that gets shared or quotes we get tagged in, messages that are sent to us, it really does mean a lot. And so thank you so much for helping us spread the word. Again, this was released out of our heart, just wanting to add value to your life. And so thanks so much for tuning in. Today, I'm really excited about this particular episode because we're going to be talking about quotes, uh, specifically quotes that have helped shaped a lot of my thinking, living, and leading. Uh, I can recall at very young age, one of the very first books that was ever gifted to me was a book on quotes. Um, I don't remember the specific title. I could probably look that up later, but it was like wisdom for the youth or it was like a quotes of time. I don't know, like it, but it was, I do remember that it had different topics. And then for every topic, there was like 10, 20 quotes from different leaders or different, uh, from different places. And I legit read, I just went from A to Z in the topics reading everything, highlighting the ones that really stood out to me. And uh, if I can be honest, I think a lot of my thinking and the way I present myself, my actions really come from that. Uh, People that I've listened to, people that I've, uh, videos that I've watched, uh, things that I've seen online that I've taken screenshots, just quotes are so, uh, they have the opportunity, they have the potential to be life-changing yeah, one word can make all the difference, right? One phrase can make all the difference. And I know that's been true in my life. And there are some quotes that have just stuck with me. Uh, you know, you might be like me where, hey, you might read some things and and sometimes it just goes in one ear and it leaves the other one. Like, oh man, like it, it, it takes so much work to like hold on to. But then there's some other phrases that, man, you just hear it one time and they just stick with you. Like, you know, and, and you're like, man, if if I could... You know, if I if I had tattoos, man, I, I would get that tattooed on me. You know, like it just has that power of like, man, I never want to forget that. And, and we don't. And so what I wanted to do today was share with you some of these quotes that have really helped shape my thinking, shape who I am today. But also, um, you know, hopefully they will inspire you. They'll get you thinking at a new level. And um, one of the very first quotes that I ever read or came across was simply, your future, a lot of the time, is determined by the books you read and the people you hang out with. A lot of your future is determined by the books you read and the people you hang out with. That's good. And honestly, I still live that out to this day. Like, yes, I'll say hi to everybody, but the people I hang out with, like the people who I allow close into my life, the people that I want to follow, the people that, that know me, like it absolutely matters because, you know, the more you spend time with somebody, you know, you oftentimes become like them or their mannerisms become yours or you guys now develop a similar humor style or, you know, you like, you like, you start liking a lot of the same stuff. And, and that just, it really helped. It really challenged me to identify who do I want to become 
because that's oftentimes going to determine like, who am I going to hang out with? And then the books, the books, uh, as far as shaping your future, uh, obviously the word of God, obviously we're in our, we're in his word and we're, we're studying that and we're adopting that and we're living by it. But also a lot of the other books, self-help books, business books, books that will just challenge your thinking to like continue to grow. Honestly, a lot of, a lot of the stuff that I, I get to do today, or a lot of some of the times that the knowledge, the wisdom I get to share, it's coming from books. It's not even, it doesn't, I'm not even that much smarter. It's just maybe I've read a couple more books than my, the next person next to me. Mm. You know what I'm talking about? Yeah. Um, Gio, can you talk to us a little bit about what comes to mind when you hear that particular phrase as far as, uh, hey, a lot of your future is determined by the books you read and the people you hang out with. Have you seen that in your life carry out? Absolutely. Especially when I, when I meet people that, uh, it's like everything they say is like a quote. Yeah. <laughs> it's just like fire, man. bars. It's like gold speak coming out of their, uh, their, their words. Uh and I still don't understand how you read books so fast. <laughs> uh, you need to show me the secret. If you're speed reading, I don't know, man. But uh, you read books very fast. So um, I definitely admire that about you and and many things, of course. But um, yeah, quotes are powerful and inspirational for sure. Yeah. Here's another quote that definitely stands out to me. Uh, this one comes from John Maxwell. Leadership is influence. Leadership is influence. And we'll probably say that particular phrase multiple times on this podcast. But one of the reasons why it really speaks to me is because what it doesn't say is that leadership is a position, you know, and it's not, you don't, you and I don't have to wait to, to sit in a certain role or to have a certain title or to have certain amount of quote unquote authority or to have a full-time staff under us, right? No, He's, 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 he's sharing with us. He's sharing with me. He's sharing with me. Leadership is influence. And we all have a certain degree of influence. And so if you want greater influence, then I think we've, we're, we're being called, we're being challenged to lead effectively where we're at right now with the level of influence that we have right now. Maybe it's just you and your friends. Maybe it's just you and your family. Maybe you do have some coworkers. Maybe you do have a team with you. It might not be, you know, you might feel like you're understaffed. And, but you know what's going to get you to feel like, hey, I, I, I can grow this team is you managing, you and I managing what we have right now well. And I feel like, and even just like our pastor was recently sharing with us, uh, excellence leads to promotion, right? And, and it's, there's something about, um, there's something about just being able to manage what you have right now. And, and what do we all have right now? We have a level of influence and, and we can grow it. We can steward it well, but it's definitely up to us. And so um, I'd like to, I like to call people to a higher level and, and I, I will tell people, Hey, you are a leader. And oftentimes, you know, people are like, no, not really. Or no, I think you have the wrong person or they give me a certain look and I immediately know what's going through their mind. Again, they think leadership is just government officials. They think leadership is far beyond them. And it's like, no, if, if you and I can, can come back to the simple definition of leadership as influence, you'll, you'll begin to live your life differently. When you understand that people are watching you, people are listening to you, people are seeing your posts, people, they might not hit like, but they're looking at you. They, they, they might not let you know, but uh, their, their eyes are on you and they're listening to how you respond. And so all those things matter. And so let us be found 
managing and stewarding our influence well. Here's another quote, and these, for the record, are not in any type of like particular order. They're not alphabetical or they're not like level of importance. Uh, these are just, a, just, this is just any order. But the next one that really stood out to me was, your candle loses nothing when it lights another. This was one of the first quotes that stuck with me when I was really, really young. And what it spoke to me was don't hoard the information, the knowledge you have, but be willing to give it away. And I've tried it out. I've, I have turned on candles and I will, I will light one and then I will use it to light a different one. And, and, and they, the first one doesn't lose its, its sparkle. The first one doesn't lose its power. Like it continues to burn. And I honestly, that's why, that's why I wanted to start this podcast because I wanted to, to light your candle. I wanted to give away whatever you know information, whatever wisdom we could through this means so that hopefully it would inspire you to go and, and make a difference. Go and be successful. And, and when I understand that when somebody else is winning, it doesn't mean that I'm losing, but that we can both win, man, it'll, it'll change the way we live. Sometimes we want to keep it to ourselves because, um, you know, we, we, you know, what if we, we share our knowledge with somebody else and they take our job? What if I share my knowledge with somebody else and they outperform me? And nah, man, they didn't struggle the way I struggled. Man, I've been here for years and they just got onto this team. Why would I? No, they have to go through what I went through. No, like your candle loses nothing when you're live, when you, when you're willing to, to light others up, when you're willing to share what you, what you have with others, you know what now, what happens now? The room gets a little brighter because now you have multiple candles on and, and what used to, what you used to be able to light up, maybe just one corner or one, one, one space of that room. Now, because of your generosity, now, because of your willingness to share now, now you're, you're able to, to even make a bigger impact. Gio, I, I wonder what, what comes to mind when, when you hear this particular quote as far as lighting, lighting, helping light and inspire other people. Yeah, the first thing that comes to mind is I know you're a big Kobe Bryant fan. Yes, I am. So uh, me too. Me too, man. Mamba mentality. Um, love that dude. And the, the first half of his career, he was focused on winning championships and being the great and the best MVP. And then towards the, like the, the later half of his uh, career, uh, he shifted from just trying to win, win, win then to inspiring others. And he has a quote in which he learned from, you know, just, just experience and, and, and just wisdom in the game. He said, the most important thing is to try and inspire people so that they can be great at whatever they want to do. Wow. That's so good. That's so good. I, I think that we want to definitely learn, you know, we definitely want to, you know, take in, but I've learned in my life, some of the ways that I've been able to really grasp what I am learning is by giving it away, by teaching it to somebody else. Mm. Like, okay, it's one thing to take in, but uh, also, are you letting go? Are you releasing what you're taking in? Are you are you passing it on? And and that's that's always challenged me. And and I've I've always, um, you know, I want to challenge you wherever you're at, or whatever your whatever season of life you're in. Uh, you've learned things along the way. You've gone through stuff, and you you've experienced God. You've experienced, uh, you know, you've 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 hit accomplishments and and milestones. I'd encourage you. Who are you pouring into? 
who, who could you inspire? Is there a, a new person in your job? Is there, uh, is there somebody that maybe a lot of people don't really talk to, but maybe you could develop a relationship with, right? And, and, and let's be those type of leader. Let's be those type of people that we don't keep it all to ourselves. But you know what? I'm going to give it away. Just the way somebody one day poured into my life. Just the same way somebody uh, helped light the candle in my life. You know what? I'm going to go and do that for someone else today. Moving on to the next quote. I really like this one here. It says, the secret of your success is determined by your daily agenda. Gio, I see you making a little face there. (laughs) What comes to mind as you hear me say this quote? Pastor Joey, among the many things that I admire about you, you're so good at your daily agenda. You plan your week. And I'll try my very best to do that. <laughs> but man, like, I got to admit, I need work on this one, man. My daily agenda, I do have, you know, sometimes some ADD. And I don't know if y'all could relate, man. Y'all ever have like a day, like my day is going to be like this. And then it just doesn't go that way or react, you know, or emergencies happen and you have to figure out urgent versus important and all that. But I'm... I'm I'm still working on it, but I, I I understand how powerful this is. I just know that this is a weakness of mine for sure. <laughs> yeah, no, but you know what? And and even this week in my life, there was there was a couple of days where like I had my what I was gonna do, and then like I got a call from my from my kid's school, and they're like, "Hey, uh, your oldest doesn't feel very well. You got to come pick her up." And I'm just like. Do I have to? <laughs> no, yeah, so of course you, I did. What do you do? You can't just be like, that doesn't match up with my daily agenda. Exactly. So. It's like, I didn't plan this today. You know, it's not one of my big three. Um, and so obviously there's these days, right, that, you know, we don't are, are not going to go as maybe what we planned or we weren't expecting certain things to happen. Car breaks down. People get sick. Like things happen. Life is a real thing. But I, I, what I why I really like this quote is because, you know, we all want to be successful, you know, we all want to hit certain goals, but the truth of the matter is that wishing isn't enough. Mm. I've also heard it said desire isn't enough, right? Just because we blow out the candles on our birthday cake, it doesn't mean, you know, the next day we're going to show up with a six pack on, on us. You know what I'm saying? Like, doesn't, it doesn't mean we're going to get the car of the year that we want, right? Wishing isn't enough and, and wishing or hoping for success isn't enough, but honestly, it's got to show up in your daily agenda. And, and honestly, when I read this uh, years ago, it really just challenged me to, to be, uh, you know, to be aware of how I'm managing my time. What, what time am I waking up? What, when am I spending time with my family? Uh, what time am I investing in growing as an individual? What time am I spending with God? The things that are important to you, it, it really challenged me to to identify, you know, where, where, where do I need to get better at as far as managing mm-hmm. my time? And, and, and nobody ever gets it right. And again, there's always surprises, but nonetheless, there's something about our daily agendas. And I would encourage you, if you don't have that practice yet of, of planning, of journaling, of writing down to-do lists, um, I, I, at least for me, uh, I can't trust my mind to remember everything. I got to write things down. Mm-hmm. I, I got to make notes in my phone. I got to write things in my full focus planner. Like I got to do these things so that it can, I can rest at night. I, I don't have to worry about, you know, a project being due and I, I forgot a deadline. You know what I'm saying? And so um, I would encourage you to, to step out. If you want to want to reach out to us, we, we'll share with you some tips um, as far as even some, some more tips on just how to use the full focus planner or how to use any planner, right? It's just helping you maximize every day that God has given us. But there's something about your daily agenda. And honestly, um, 
one of the practices that I like to do uh, from time to time is work on my ideal week. An ideal week is, hey, if nothing ever broke down, if there was never surprises, how would you spend your time in a whole week, right? And so it looks like a, a blank spreadsheet with all the days of the week, maybe increments of 30 minutes, and you're assigning names to different hours in your day. You know when you're going to go to sleep. You know when you're going to go to church. You know when you have to uh, go to work. Um, and then, okay, when you, what time are you going to spend with God? Uh, when's your date night? Um, you know, when are you, if you're in school, uh, if you're in any type of sports or activities, um, you know, when are you going to have rest, you know? And, and that's how you begin to like, it takes work, but it's possible. I'll tell you that it, it'll help you save yourself from future headaches. It, it'll it'll help you establish boundaries, which is, which is such a key thing. We're probably going to do a whole episode on that in the future, but um, let's focus on our daily agendas. The next one that I want to definitely share with you is motivation gets you going, but discipline keeps you growing. Gio, what comes to mind when you hear that particular thing as far as, because a lot of people talk about motivation, but is motivation enough? Yeah, it's, a, it's, it's easy to start. It's hard to finish. Mm. You know, uh, beginning of the year, New Year resolution, you know, New Year resolutions, um, you know, you start strong, but you have to end strong too. So um, I, I totally understand that because that motivation, that inspiration, that feeling you get, that exciting thing of a new thing, of a new ambition, of a new goal, that wanes, that 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 dies off a little and you have to keep, discipline will keep the the, the fire going and fan, fan the flame to, the, to that spark and that fire. So it'll keep you growing. Um, it's hard. It's not easy. Discipline's not easy. If it was easy, everybody would do it. Mm-hmm. But that's d- definitely discipline's powerful to help you keep growing. You know, one of my cheat codes is that when I am feeling motivated, when I'm having a great day, on those particular days, I try to create systems or environments for the moments when I know I won't feel as great. But hopefully when I was feeling good, I was able to build something that will sustain me for when I'm feeling bad. Mm. Does that make sense? So what's an example? So like, you know what? Um, if I'm feeling motivated, I'll set up an appointment to go visit a new gym. Uh, I'll, I'll set up an appointment to go to the doctors. I'll set up an appointment to uh, attend a conference, right? Like I'm going to work on my planner, maybe not for just one week, but maybe for the month, right? Or I'll think about the future or whatever. But because I, for me personally, I want to take advantage of those moments when I do feel inspired, when I do feel like, hey, I want to do this forever. Because believe it or not, I wake up sometimes too, and I'm just like, man, I don't know if I can do this anymore. Really? Absolutely. Or I feel tired, or I don't feel as creative, wow. or I'm like, man, I don't, I don't know the answer to some of these questions <laughs> that I'm getting. And so there's some days where I'm just like, but you know what? My disciplines of, well, I planned my week already, and my planner tells me that this is the time I spend with God. And so you know what? I'm gonna be, a, I'm gonna be a man of my word, and so I'm gonna follow through with that. Hey, you know what? This is when I have date night. And I know I have a whole bunch of projects I got to do. I know we have big holidays coming up at the church. I know we have all these things, but you know what? My marriage is also important and it helps me keep things into perspective. Mm. Does does that make sense? Yeah, that's good. And so um, motivation can get you going, but it's discipline that keeps you growing. And so 
you know what? In the next opportunity you have, maybe when you feel motivated, you know, I would I would challenge you to what's your growth plan? What are some things that can help you uh, can help you grow? And, and wherever you're at, I feel like your goals ought to stretch you, but they shouldn't be too far out where they you feel crushed by them. But nonetheless, these what disciplines could you and I establish that will help us keep on growing? Maybe it's accountability. Maybe it's some reminders on our phones. Maybe it's uh, some membership that we sign up for. Maybe it's some um, some things we get rid of in our lives or in our homes. All those things to say that, hey, motivation isn't enough. It's discipline that's going to help us keep on going. Here's another quote that's definitely encouraged me from time to time. And it says, the greatest day in your life and mine is when we take total responsibility for our attitudes. That's the day we truly grow up. Gio, can you talk to us a little bit about just the power of attitude? How big is that? And how does that impact those people around us? This is a big one, man. This is tough too because um, it, it depends. Like, like it, there's someone. Uh, shout out to to the, the person that knows this quote. He does this quote, and I love it. Every time I see him, I'm like, how are you, bro? He goes, I'm living the best day of my life, <laughs> and uh, I just love that because that, it's all about attitude. So he's like, I'm living the best day of my life, having the greatest day of my life. And it's all about attitude. It's so true. Like it's perspective, how you look at things. Cause something could be, you know, um, figuratively on fire or not working. But if you have the the proper attitude, um, no one would know or people will still remain calm. So, um, and I think that obviously it says that's the day we truly grow up. So a positive attitude, a positive outlook signifies maturity. So um, that's that's what that means to me. Absolutely. You're our attitudes absolutely matter and they're contagious. Mm. Like a person who who walks into a room, um, you know, I'm curious. I'm curious. When you walk into the room, what do people feel? When you walk into the room, do are people drawn to you? When you walk into a room, um, you know, or let's say you're in a meeting, right? And like ideas are getting thrown around. Are, are we the type of people who are like, nope, that'll never work. <laughs> Nope. Uh-uh. I don't like that idea. I've been that guy. Or <laughs> or or are we the type of people who are like, "You know what? Um you know what? I think that's possible. Hey, you know what? Mm. Let let's try it. We haven't done it before, but let let's figure it out. Or you know what? Let let's adjust it a little bit, but I feel like we can. Like I am I am attracted to people, to leaders who who have that problem-solving attitude. People who are hopeful, people who inspire, people who are like who are life-giving. And you know what? Uh, Pastor Craig Rochelle, he has incredible podcasts. And uh, on some of them, he talks about even just uh, energy management, not just time management, but energy management, which is something we'll talk about in the future as well. But he, he talks about uh, th- there being energy vampires and energy empires. Empires are the people or the things that when you hang out with them, they inspire you. They, it's like getting a shot of energy. Like you leave their presence, you're ready to take on the world. Like you, you leave, you know, after a Sunday sermon, you leave after meeting with somebody, coffee, hang, whatever. And you're like, man, I can do anything. Like, man, I mm. love hanging out with them. Energy vampires though. <laughs> Are people who it's kind of the opposite. The blood suckers. You know? <laughs> it's people who is like, oh my gosh, 
I'm glad that's over. You know, like, <laughs> glad that's over. I'm, I'm, like that was tough. Like, man, that was so draining. draining and yeah. it's like, I think I need to go home and lay down a little bit, you know, like, um, mm. and, and I, all I'm saying is that we've got to be so important that we would be mindful of our attitudes because they are contagious. For if you've ever found yourself in leadership, uh, leading a team, and and maybe you weren't as satisfied with the attitude uh, of your team, hey leader, I, I would have you reflect yourself first. Oof. What's your attitude and mine look like? How are we showing up to meetings? How are we, what's our attitude? Uh, you know, in the hallways, what, what's what's our attitude? If how would people describe our attitude? Because again. People are going, we're going to reproduce who we are, not what we want. And who I am, it's what they're going to become. And so uh, taking responsibility for our attitudes, understanding that, you know what? Uh, I cannot maybe control what happens to me, but I can definitely control how I respond to it. I can't control if my car breaks down. I can't control, well, maybe, you know, if I keep maintenance on it, right? But like, I can't, I can't control everything, but I can definitely control my attitude. Ooh, I can control my face. That's good. I can control my smile. I can control uh, how I speak to people. And so I love this last part because it says, that's the day we truly grow up. Oh, well, you know what? You know, they just got me mad. No one can get you mad unless you allow them. Mm. You know what I'm saying? Like you, you, you've given people that permission. And, and honestly, a long time ago, I decided that I, was, I wasn't going to give people that permission. Uh, I'm not a person who is overly emotional uh, by nature, but I'm also even, but there's been moments in my life where I, where I, I have gotten mad. I have, I have gotten upset. And, and, but at the same time, I'm like, I'm not going to show that. I'm not going to display that. I'm not going to, to, you're looking at me kind of funny. I've never seen you mad. I can't picture you mad, Pastor Joey. Yeah, you haven't seen me mad. <laughs> you don't want to get me angry. <laughs> I become the Hulk. No, but you know, but it, it matters. It matters. And I think it's, it's because, you know what? Uh, I want to be responsible for my attitude. I want to be responsible. There are things that go wrong often, but my approach to it, my response to it, it's going to determine how not only I respond to it, but also how, you know, my team responds to it as well. Mm, I'm going to share with you one more quote, then we'll begin to land the plane. Um, the last one here is, if you wouldn't follow yourself, why should anyone else? If you wouldn't follow yourself, then why should anyone else? I think this is a really a heart check right here because it begins with us as leaders. Again, these are quotes that I, I've just been able to gather over time. And these are quotes that are just kind of floating in my head that, again, I keep, I keep in front of me because uh, are, you are you a leader worth following? Like, would you follow yourself? And um, this is not to put any guilt or shame on you. This is to hopefully inspire you to be honest with yourself. Take moments to to better yourself as a leader. If we're always running, if we're always just giving, if we if we never take time to rest and then invest in our own lives, then we're always gonna we're gonna stay where we've always been because nothing fresh is coming in. But I I I want I want us to be leaders who who are constantly, you know, taking in new information, meeting with new people, 
maybe attending new conferences, uh, reading new books, going to new places, trying new things, all with the heart of getting better, becoming more effective leaders, and being mindful of who we are, not only knowledge-wise, but even in our heart and our integrity, the way we carry ourselves, our character. Hey, if if you wouldn't follow yourself, then why should anyone else? Gio, anything come to mind as we begin to wrap up? If you wouldn't follow yourself, that means there's some work to do. So um, that's so true. That's so true. I think I think we've all been there uh, at one point or another. So, um, but hey, that that means there's opportunity for growth. That means there's ways for you to get better. Yeah, absolutely. And we're all on a journey. We're all in a process. But you know, I think it it bring it it. It talks about self-awareness. And for me personally, I feel like that's a leader's greatest quality, self-aware. You got to know what you're good at maybe not, and what you're not. You got to understand what your strengths are. Maybe some of your weak points is, are as well. And I think there's nothing wrong with that because we all have them. But I think some people, some of us sometimes, we try to ignore them or try to act like we don't. Mm. But we're only doing ourselves even more harm. So these are just a couple of quotes that, again, I really felt led to share with you because they help shape a lot of my thinking, a lot of the way I help live and lead uh, where I'm at. And I hope that they inspire you. I hope they get your mind thinking and moving. Again, get into a great book, uh, pick up uh, a book, pick up a magazine, You know, log into some helpful blog posts. There, there's, there's so many resources out there, and I just want to encourage you to continue to, to feed yourself and, and become a better leader. Thank you so much for spending some time with us today. Again, let us know uh, your thoughts and feelings towards the episode and towards the podcast. Shoot us a message or post online and tag us. Uh, Again, thanks so much for tuning in today and we'll catch you on the next one. Thank you for tuning in. For more information and additional resources, check out joeysalazar.org and follow him on Instagram at joeysalazar. Please feel free to rate, review, share, and subscribe. Once again, Thank you so much for joining the Joy Salazar Leadership Podcast.